Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Now, at your service, it's the KMOX Dollars and Cents Show with Dave Simons from the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome back. It is 4.06 in St. Louis. This is the second hour of the Dollars and Cents Show. Cents, of course, spelled as like, you know, common sense. Underline that. Because, man, are we going to have to use some common sense here in the second hour. I thought that the subject matter that I'm going to discuss here in the second hour was just a given, just like two plus two equals four. But apparently for some people, it is not that simple. And it's time that I finally address this. You know, in today's world, if you're in the media to some degree, and let's say you've got a podcast or you've got your Instagram, whatever, Um, How do you get noticed? You can't be a boring guy like me. (laughs) That's just, that's the honest truth. You got to be provocative, man. You got to say something and do something that maybe get people riled up. You got to have a hot take. You know, like be on ESPN and just go after an athlete or a coach and people will go, wow, did you hear what Stephen A. Smith had to say? And it goes viral and you get a million hits. That's how you do it. And that's not my style. And I'm okay with that. It's never been my style. It wouldn't feel right if I just started yelling and screaming and went out after people. And I think because people are used to my style for all these years, I would just start to lose some of you. I would understand that. So what I'm going to be doing this hour is as close to a hot take as you will ever get from me. There, there will be no yelling or screaming and no one's going to have to push a button because I'm using four-letter words. I don't do that in my usual Um, dialogue. So that's never going to be a problem. But I finally have just had it up to here as I've got my hand right beneath my chin here because of somebody who is dispensing advice nationally that is not just wrong, it's potentially dangerous financially. Now we're not talking life and death, but man, for some people who follow this advice, it may feel like it. So let me ask you this. If, um, If you were to retire, or even if you are in retirement, okay, let's just include just about anybody here. I think we can all have a discussion here, and everybody probably has an opinion on this. What do you think is a safe distribution rate of your portfolio? So let's say you retire and you've got a million bucks, and you've got your Social Security. Maybe if you're fortunate enough, you have a little pension. 
Maybe you have a rental place and you get a little rental income. Whatever outside income that you have, maybe a small little part-time job. But you also need to have your portfolio work for you, and you need to take a little off of that every month. So perhaps you set up a portfolio that pays out some dividends on the stock side, interest on the bond side, and you're just going to kind of use that to uh, enhance your income for the year. What do you think that distribution percentage should be? If you've done enough homework, you've seen on the low side, you know, 3%. You could set up a portfolio of, uh, of stocks and bonds that pretty much guarantee you a dividend yield of at least 3%. So you never have to touch principal unless you want to. Take a nice big vacation, buy a new car. Occasionally, you will have to get into principal. You want to start giving away to charity, start gifting to your kids, whatever. But to maintain your lifestyle, you want to set up a portfolio in retirement where you're not needing, you're not dependent on a lot of growth every year in in your principal. I typically recommend not much more than 4%, just to be safe. And I've used research to show that you use 4% or less, you can get through some really even bad bear markets. It'll, it'll scare you while you're in retirement, especially if you retire right at the beginning of a major bear market. Your accounts are slowly going down while you're taking money out. That could really test your patience and resolve. But if it's 4% or less, you should be okay. How about 10 or 12%? Well, of course you wouldn't do that. That's silly. In retirement, you would take out 12% of your portfolio every year? Well, depending on how long you live, couldn't you potentially go to zero? Yeah, uh uh-huh. I've actually seen it happen. Tragically so. People who spent too much money. And others who put together a retirement portfolio just on the eve of retirement said, okay, I can retire now as long as I can pull out 8% a year. But you can't unless you tell me, Mr. Investor, you can guarantee to me that when you retire, you're going to retire at the beginning of a major new bull market. You're retiring in 1982. You're retiring in 1991. You're retiring. I can show you all the 1975, 1995. How about that? The greatest five-year run in history, 95 through 99. Then it worked for you. It did work for you. Even when a subsequent bear market hit in 2002, you were so far ahead at that time. You were able to survive it. But what if you had the really bad misfortune, terrible luck, of retiring right on the eve of a major bear market. And you were going to pull out 8%, 10 12%. You'll never recover. You may go to zero, and if not, you have a pittance of what you once had. And you've destroyed yourself, and there's a good chance that now you're back working when you did not intend to. There's a person out there who's actually very well known dispenses financial advice. He's actually been out in the media about as long as I have since the 90s. I have my local following. He has a national following. So I give him kudos. He's done very, very well. He's also written some top-selling investment books. I have actually followed him for some time and found much of his advice to be very, very good, especially when it comes to paying down debt. 
I don't agree with everything. That's the beauty of our industry. There's no exact science, but there are just general parameters, I think, that we can all agree on. You don't want to just rack up a lot of debt. But this gentleman has been telling people that you should have all of your money in the stock market. And that's fine if you're 30, 35, 40 years old or whatever. It's not so fine when you're 75 and you use your portfolio to give you distributions to maintain your lifestyle. It's not okay to recommend to a person like that, have every dollar that you have invested in the S&P 500. Don't worry about the fact that occasionally the market can fall 30%. Don't worry about the fact that in the last half century, we've seen better than 50% declines a couple of times. Nah, don't worry about that. You'll be fine. Keep pulling out 12%. Well, the math doesn't quite work that way. And so I still, this advice this gentleman has been giving for some time, and I've just, whatever, that's his corner of the world. And if he's got his followers that want to follow that advice and realize 10 years, 15 years later, it didn't work, there's nothing I can do about it. But I finally have realized I got to say something based on a recent podcast that he was on. And it was forwarded to me. And not only was he again talking about the 10 to 12% guaranteed distributions, you'll be okay, because the stock market, the S&P 500, is giving that. So you're just taking the cream off the crop um, every year. And so it's it's more than just that. It was his demeaning and condescending attitude which I have noticed have gotten worse over the years as if the success has now gone to his head. And I do not like bullies. I cannot stand bullies. And I will stand up to them and I will call them out. So now it's time that I have to talk about Dave Ramsey and talk about the horribly, egregiously wrong advice that he's given And I will prove it when I come back and I will play a little bit of a clip of a podcast that was sent to me and you can sense it. Not only is he giving advice that I don't think anyone listening right now would ever take, but you can just hear the condensation in his voice as he's talking to a a, a listener who rightfully called up and said, yeah, I've been doing research and distribution is three to five percent. And Dave Ramsey didn't like that. So stay with us. I've got, there are a lot of layers to this. We're going to prove how wrong he is and use real life, not some hypothetical, some theory, real life examples of why this would be horrible to your financial health. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you You can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, my friends, it's 420 in St. Louis. You are back with the Dollars and Cents Show. Dave Simon's along. Um, So let me say this first. I think that Dave Ramsey over the years has really done a remarkable job getting people to focus on very important financial bits of information and dispenses. I think advice that gets people to think. That's where, for me, it always starts. Instead of specific advice, well, I would invest in this. Just get people to start thinking. Because a lot, too many people don't even want to think about their finances. They don't quite understand it, so they don't take action. And then they regret it later on in life hear that all the time. And Dave Ramsey really made a name for himself early on when he when he really hit the whole thing on debt. Now, you have to also understand, if you don't know this name, by the way, Dave Ramsey is also a Christian man and has come at this using biblical principles when it comes to finance. I, as a fellow Christian, can really appreciate that. In fact, years ago at my church, I used to help teach his, Dave Ramsey's, financial peace. Again, did I agree with everything? No, but at least it got people to think and in some cases take action on their debt. I need to set this up because what I'm about to say is not necessarily directed at him personally. I don't know him. It's directed at the horrible advice that he's given. So to set it up now, you've got a caller and you will hear him, a guy named Jay from Kansas City. And this was uh, from the Ramsey Show on November 2nd. And the guy called up talking about later on in life when he's retired, you know, about a 3 to 5% distribution rate. And Dave Ramsey, if you could see the video, he looks confused. He's like, what are you talking about? 3 to 5%? Why would you only take that when you make 10 to 12 every year in the S&P 500? And I'm listening to this going, what? And the other voice that you'll occasionally hear is his co-host, who happens to be his daughter. So here's Ramsey talking about 8, 10, 12 percent right now from the Ramsey show earlier this month. So I'm perfectly comfortable drawing eight. But if you want to be a little bit conservative, seven, but sure not five or three. Well, I was trying to back check it because, you know, three to five, I thought that was a big range. And a lot of the studies I found showed... Well, there's a lot of studies that are stupid in this space. It's just wrong. Listen, man, the math I just gave you is the math. If you're making 12% and inflation is 4, 
and you leave four in there, so your nest egg grows by four. It's simple. Eight is what's left over. So if you got a million dollars and you leave four percent in there, that's forty thousand bucks. Okay, so you now have a million forty. So the next year you get your you get a rate of return of twelve percent, eleven and a half percent on the million forty. Mm-hmm. And the next year it'll be you know a million ninety. 1.1, right? Because So your nest egg is growing by the rate of inflation, giving you a cost of living raise every year. So as long as you're doing that, you're fine. Uh, and, and so if you want to be a you, little bit conservative, maybe 5%. But there's th- all these goobers out there have always put this 4% crap in the market, and I'm just irate right now that we have joined the stupidity. Why is it that stupid, though? Like, I it's just too wanna- low. It's too low because it's not realistic. You do not need to live on 4% of your money for your nest egg to survive. Yeah. I mean, where do I start? I think most of you are halfway intelligent enough, and you're not even some financial wizard necessarily, and you, and you know that that's not even realistic or practical. I have one more 60-second thing I want to play where he really starts to show a side of him that I've noticed that has been growing here, and it's really been turning a lot of people off. When I was doing research for today's show on this, I couldn't believe the comments that I was getting because I haven't really listened to Dave Ramsey in a while. I kind of tuned him out when I first started to see this 12% you-know-what recently. Um, But this will kind of drive it home here as how he almost gets just irate at people over this. So let me, I'm doing this on my phone, so bear with me here. Here we go. But you could do 4%. the, The problem is, is when you go down these stupid nerd rabbit holes in these Reddit threads with these morons who live in their mother's basement with a calculator, and then you... Then you put that out in the dadgum community, and then people go, I don't have enough money. It's hopeless. I'll never be able to save enough to retire. A million dollars should create for you an $80,000 income, boys and girls. So you should, perpetually, like if forever, you should be able to pull 80000 forever and never destroy it. Now that that and so when you tell people that a million dollars creates a forty thousand dollar income, you go, oh, I've got to have two million dollars, and I can't make that. Then this system yeah, doesn't yeah. work. So what you're doing with this bogus math is you're stealing people's hope. That's why I'm pissed about it because it's hope stealing with super nerds that have never really done anything to start with. They don't have any investments; they just have theories. Nice Christian man there. Dave Ramsey. Um, again, I, I'm not going to talk any more about him personally. I'm not going to do it. But I, I'm, I'm, I get upset now as I listen to that again, and I notice more and more of that. And I'm glad that I have tuned him off because, as I was again for research, listening to more of his shows, I'm like, this is not the Dave Ramsey of who I used to listen to. So. Um, he's gotten big for his britches, and he's gotten more abrasive. And frankly, I think that's part of our culture now, unfortunately. And like I said, to get listeners, to get viewers, to get people to hit like, it's like you got to do that stuff now. And I and I just, I, I will not do it. It's not in my nature. I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to be intentional just to try to do something like that. But I don't like bullies, and he is bullying his people now and some of his listeners. So... We're going to, we're, we need to explore this, okay, and how wrong it is. 
the assumptions that have to go into something like that to make sure that people are going to be okay by pulling 10 or 12% out. Number one, the assumption is you have all of your money in the stock market. Well, that's ridiculous, especially if you are in retirement. You are asking for it. Why in the world would you risk everything? It's one thing to risk, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, you know, a certain amount of money that's 2% of my portfolio. I'm going to play with Bitcoin or there's a new IPO, some new high-flying tech stock. You wouldn't put all your money in there. Now, the S&P 500 is a nice big index, and over time, yes, it has averaged 10.4% with dividends since 1928, or 1926, actually. Um, but it's all about sequence of returns, which I'm going to get to. That's the most important thing. The second assumption is past returns of the past century are going to be the same for the next century. They very well could be, but you that's an assumption you have to make. Number three You better hope the assumption is here you don't retire at the beginning of a bear market. When we come back from a break here in a second, I'm going to actually show you the real math if you had retired at the wrong time. This isn't some hypothetical time frame. It is a real time frame. And that if you had followed Dave Ramsey and took that kind of money out, what that would have done to you. Another one is if you can even stomach it. Let's say, well, you know what? I looked at it and, okay, the the market's average 10. I'll just take out Eight, that sounds great, but as the great philosopher Mike Tyson just once said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And that's what bear markets do. So you can think that you can stomach 8 to 10% withdrawals, but when the S&P 500 is falling 30% or more at the same time, you will not stay with it. You shouldn't even have been there in the first place. And, um, and by the way, here, here's the last thing I'll say before the break. Again, Dave Ramsey is still working. He admits by this is a nine-minute piece that was sent to me. And, and he, you know, he's still working, and he admits, I, I, I don't take income distribution. He doesn't need it. And he's very successful. There's no doubt that he's got probably tens of millions of dollars. So he can do something like this. That's the difference. Somebody who's got that million dollars that he, st- that he talked about cannot take a 30 or 40 percent downdraft with the S&P 500 while they're pulling out 10 percent. They will never make that back up, even in a strong five-year bull market. I've got the numbers to tell you about. But if think about this. If you're taking 8 percent, that's not a fixed number every year then. It's 8 percent on wherever you ended the year. That's hard to live on. That's hard to come up with a budget, isn't it? You've got a fixed number. So retirees are saying, I've got my Social Security. That's a fixed. I've got this income. I'm going to take 3% for my investment portfolio. And you kind of know what that number is. The market's so wild. If you're taking out 8%, you're all over the board as, again, I'm going to explain. There's so much here. I could do a two-hour show on this. Yes, I'm ramped up. I better take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It is the Dollars and Cents Show. Dave Simon, certified financial planner and uh, just all-around nice guy, a little ramped up today. So we've been talking about this uh, terrible, terrible financial advice from none other than Dave Ramsey, who is telling people it's okay to take out 10 to 12% because that's what the market has averaged, and you can't ever go by average returns. 
He looks at linear returns. He doesn't understand sequencing of returns. He doesn't understand compounding because he does not actually manage money for people. He dispenses advice. And this is about the worst advice anyone could ever give. And so it's time that uh, it just needs to be called out. And I don't have the reach, obviously, that he does. But in my little corner of the world, I just want to try to do the best job I can to let people know, please do not follow this. So the real-life example is this. He, he talked about a million dollars, so that's what we'll start with. You retire, you've got a million dollars. You follow this advice, and you say, well, the market's averaged 10%, and he and, and you just heard it in the podcast. Dave was talking about Dave Ramsey. Well, you know, you, you, get, you get inflation anyway at 4%, which, by the way, is not historically accurate. You can't use this average. Heck, we just spent the last 15 years at inflation under 2%. We just spent last year when the inflation rate actually topped 9%. So again, this 4% notion you don't do. But just for whatever reason, we're just going to go with what he presented. And he's saying a million, just by inflation alone, the million turns into a million and 40,000. That's the inflation part of it. And then you can take out 8, 10, 12% of that. And then you just do that every year because, well, that's what the market does every year. Well, not so much. Tell that to the people who retired in late 99 or early 2000. And they put all their money into an S&P 500 fund. Every dollar of it. No bonds, no cash, no commodities, nothing else. And they decided, and I'm only going to use 8% here. So I did all the work on this. I did all the research and all the math. And I decided I'm not even going to use 10%. I'm just going to use 8%. That's what, that's what we're going to distribute to you. Mr. and Mrs. Retiree, it's January 1st of 2000. Congratulations, you've worked long and hard. You got your million bucks. You're going to have a happy life. Oh, Dave Ramsey said you could bring out 10 or 12, but you're only going to do eight? Well, you're not going to be the hero that you think you are. After the first year, after bringing out 80,000, there's your 8% of the million, plus the fact that the market fell 9%, after your first year of retirement, you have 8 829,700. Oh, not a great time to start retirement, but it's going to come back. Well, we were down in 01. We were down in 02. Your million is now sitting at 465. In a short three year period, you're down more than half. And now you've panicked. Chances are you've quit this game along the way. It's not working for you. But for these purposes, we've just got to stay with it. Now, the market did rebound nicely the next five years. It did. It was a nice return for five years. And we just, again, we're just using 8%. Not the original 8%, by the way, not the 80,000. We're just going 8% on the new number. So obviously that number has been going down. It was at 80,000, it fell to 66, and it fell to 53. It fell all the way down to 37. So your first year of 80,000 that you were using to live off of, after three years, your fourth year now, that 8% is only generating $37,000 to you. So you pull it out. But then the market re- re- responds nicely in 03, 28% increase. In 04, 10%. So for five years, the market goes up. So what is your 465 back up close to a million? No, it got to 600,000. That's it. At the end of 07, you got back up to 600. I'm sorry, at the end of 06. 07, the market was up five and a half, but you're taking out eight. 
So you, you went back down just a little bit. Your 600 went to 584. And then the biggie, the big bad bear of 2008, the Great Recession. You're still at this game. You've been seeing the money come back. You're going to stick with it. And the market fell 36.5%. While you were taking 8% of the closing value of the year before, you're now down to 324. Uh, Congratulations, you're back at work. And by the way, if I'm the advisor, I'm being sued. May have lost my license. If any financial advisor, and I'm a CFP, I would lose my CFP license too, by the way. That's the honest truth. Here's a man who doesn't have to have, he doesn't have those licenses. He doesn't need to because he's not managing money for other people. It's amazing that you can say these kinds of things that are just patently wrong and dangerous. And it's free speech. And I get that. I'm a free speech guy. He can say it. And he's not going to lose any license of any kind. I, in fact, probably would have been fired after the third year. After I took you down from a million to 465 and was still telling you to take out 8%, the firm would have fired, any firm would have fired me by then. Even the CFP board would have called me in to say, what are you doing? What's your advice now? Stay with it, man. Market gives 10 to 12. Dave Ramsey told me that. I did this all the way for 20 years, 20 plus years, because we know the 2010s were really good. So I wanted to be fair to this calculation. Obviously, I'm using the 2000s. So some of you might be saying, well, yeah, you're using the worst starting point. That's my point. You don't know. I just gave you reality. You could have started in 07 and it would be a similar situation. I run something called a stress test. I know a lot of advisors do this and you should do the same. I've talked about you doing this on this show. I can't tell you how many times over the years. Do a stress test on yourself before you retire. Know how much money you need from your portfolio, if anything. And then Say, what if the market goes down 20 or 30%? Use 30% because that's not overly rare. It does happen. And it will happen to you when you're retired at some point. You live long enough, it'll happen a couple of times. But if it started at the beginning of your retirement, take 30% off while you're taking whatever distribution you need. What does that do? Does that impact then your portfolio? Does that impact your retirement? Do you have to cut back? Hopefully the answer is no. I don't like it. It's a gut punch. And by the way, if the market's down 30%, you shouldn't be down 30%. You should not be following this advice to have all of your money in the S&P 500 in retirement. That is the most ridiculous piece of advice I've ever heard. So stay diversified. And so if you're down, if the market's down 30, maybe you're down 15 or 18, 20 at the most. If you're only taking dividends and interest and the dividends and interest are safe and they're from big blue chip companies. And even though their stock prices are down, those dividends are safe and they're still increasing their dividends. Then you're fine. You don't like the numbers on the statement, but you are fine. I went all the way back or or all the way forward through 2022. Remember the low? I told you about was at the end of um, 08. Your million is down down to 324. Well, then we had a really nice decade, didn't we? All the way through the 2010s. We really had the one bad year in 22, but this year's up. You're back up to 681. 
So it took you from 2000, at the end of 2008 to the end of 2022, 14 years while you're pulling out 8% of the previous year's close. And yes, you have gone from that low of 324 to 681. That's pretty good. So in other words, if you were lucky enough to retire in 2009, this worked for you. But how do you know? Are you really going to take that risk? Do the stress test. And do this for yourself and see what is reasonable for you. There's one other thing that I I just need to talk about, and it, it is about the fact that the market returns are chunky. Dave Ramsey seems to imply that the market just goes up 10, 11, 12% every year. He knows it isn't. He would say, that's not, of course it doesn't. Well, that's what your implication is. Your, your example was even implying that. You know, the market has never actually been up around 10%. When we come back from, from this last break here, I'm going to tell you what real returns are. I'm going to let you know how often the market is even up close to 10%. I think you're going to be shocked to know that the market is either typically down or up more than 20. It just doesn't happen very often that the market's around 10. So if you're doing the 8% rule distribution of whatever last year's close was, your income is going to be all over the place. Who plans for that? Again, this is from somebody who doesn't actually work with human beings, who would never, ever stay with a recommendation where they're seeing that they're getting hit and you just, like a robot, go, it's okay, it will come back. We're human beings. And again, anybody managing money would lose their job, rightfully so. We'll be right back. Well, the two hours have flown by. I know they always do. Welcome back to the Dollars and Cents Show. My name is Dave Simons, and um, I have put this up on my commentary a couple of times so you subscribers will know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, and by the way, if you would like to subscribe to that, obviously it's free, and nobody's trying to sell you anything. Um, I don't even see your name. It's put up on a, a blind carbon copy template. I just write the commentary. Compliance approves it. They add the long. We've got over a thousand subscribers on there, and um, I don't even know who you are. But take the advice and take the information and do with it what you want. It's just a free service that I've been giving since two thousand. Um, so how to do that? You just go to my personal email address at work. And that is david.simons at ubs.com. That's David, period, Simons, S on both ends, S-I-M-O-N-S, at U, B as in boy, S as in Sam, dot com. And you don't need to write anything in the body of the text. Just on the subject line, just say, sign me up or add me to your newsletter, however you want to word it, short, to the point. My assistants will put you on that blind carbon copy list, and you'll start to get the, the, the first one on a Friday. It comes out every Friday morning. And I like to keep it 30,000-foot um, view. You're not going to—I just want to tell you there's no specific advice in terms of, well, you should buy these three stocks. That's not what you're going to get. It's just more my take on what's happening uh, in the markets, what we might be doing about it, things for you to think about. So um, would love to hear from you. All right. So last part, sequence of returns, which is something that Dave Ramsey does not understand because he's never had to experience it with clients actually taking money out. So I went back to 19. When did I go back? 1928. I did this a couple of years ago and I just add to it every year. 
but 1928. Uh, so we are looking at nearly a century worth of data. And I decided that I wanted to do kind of an Excel spreadsheet and do these columns of the annual returns to see the dispersion of these returns. And some things really jumped out at me. Knowing that the long-term average of the S&P 500, it depends on how you want to look at it, without dividends, without considering inflation or anything else, just the straight index, it has averaged right about 7% since the late 1920s. So that includes the Great Depression, includes world wars, it includes bull markets, you name it. It's actually 6.99, but um, I think we could raise it up to 7 with dividends reinvested, the returns really improved quite a bit, up to 10.4%. So I was going with somewhere in that 7 to 10% range. But let's just do a 10% flat because that's kind of what Ramsey's talking about in that range. How many times has the market actually averaged somewhere between 8 and 12? Since that's what Dave Ramsey, that's kind of the, the point that he was making, that that's what the market does every year. It's, you know, 10%, 8%, 12%. So out of 97 years, okay, so I actually started this in 1926, 97 full calendar years through 2022. How many years out of 97 has the S&P 500 actually finished between 8 and 12%? Four times. Four times out of 97. Well, let's broaden our horizons. Let's go 2% either side of this. Now let's look at how many times the market has averaged 6 to 14. It's got to be a ton. You know, a, th- a third? I mean, just 6 to 14, that's a pretty broad range. The market's averaged around that 10% uh, 11 times. 11 out of 97 times. That's 11.3% of the time. Now let's get really crazy. Let's go all the way up and say between 2 and 18%. I mean, come on, Dave. How many times has the market out of 97 years, the market actually finished the year anywhere between plus 2 and plus 18? It's got to be half or more than half. No, 24 times. 24 out of 97 times which equates to 24.7% of the time. Let's just call it a quarter of the time between that huge range of 2 to 18. And we're going to count on pulling out 10 or 11% because that's kind of what the market averages. Averages are meaningless. Please do not base your long-term investment time horizon on an average. It will be... It is so misleading. These returns are so chunky. You've got to set up a retirement plan that is diversified, where you only need a certain increase per year to meet your goals. And if you can, you want those dividends and interest. And it's okay to have some principal along the way if it's reasonable. It's okay after bull markets where you've made money to pull a little bit out or gift. But Let's dispense with the idea that long-term averages are meaningful. They are not. And let's dispense with the notion that you can set up some kind of a plan where you can just start pulling out between 10 and 12%, all right? Because I've seen it with my own eyes, and I've seen people destroy themselves financially buying into that hogwash. And that's about the worst language that you will ever hear dispensed from Dave Simon's mouth, okay? 
Well, with all that, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I will be back exactly four weeks today with more dollars and cents. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.